Hey everyone, this is Dream to Dream episode 7, the first one of 2021, um, and hopefully going to be a good year, or um, I guess a lot of people would say hopefully a better year than last year. Today I have five guests, but one of them is unfortunately running a little bit behind. The four that you can see on screen I'll go over first, so in the top left we've got Amadon PC, you can find them at twitch.tv forward slash Amadon PC, to my right on the stream you can see Bryce, you can find them at twitch.tv forward slash Bryce Yarl, below me to my left, I don't know actually which way on stream it all that way, um, is uh, Not Don Marie or Daniel. Um, you can find him at twitch.tv forward slash Not Don Marie. And uh, to the lower right, you can see Real Yigan. You can find him at twitch.tv forward slash Real Yigan. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's the intro. Um, but I do have a bunch of announcements that I want to make very quickly at the beginning of this podcast to do with some of the guests that have been on in the past and to do with some of the stuff that's changed with dream stream some of which you probably already noticed um so i'm just going to rush through them as quick as i can so we can get to the the uh good stuff so first of all amon and pc made affiliate um not long after the last dream to stream actually i think it was about a week later so that's awesome for him you can go and now you can go and sub to him and bam hydrate on his channel to make him drink lots um so congrats to amon and pc Kiro, another guy that has been on in the past. Uh, I think he was on episode five. Kiro Z is his Twitch channel. He also made affiliate um, not long after Amon and PC, actually, which is also really awesome. Um, he plays a lot of fighting games and he also plays a lot of other bits, different bits and pieces, but I think his main uh, wheelhouse is fighting games. And then Adam Sol also made affiliate and he made affiliate during his 24 hour stream, which was awesome by the way uh he raised 400 pounds or around 550 us dollars uh, in his 24-hour charity stream in aid of mcmillan cancer support and as he promised he said he was going to give up caffeine for every 250 pounds raised he would give up caffeine for a week he, we didn't quite hit the he didn't quite hit the 500 pound mark so he gave up caffeine for one week i believe he was supposed to be on tonight but his pc has broken hopefully he'll be back next week and we can find out a little bit more about how his uh 24-hour stream went Think that's all the announcements for guests now on to the dreamer stream specific announcements firstly we've changed channel name as you can probably see we're now twitch.tv forward slash uh dreamers to streamers um this was for a few different reasons first of all so it was no longer connected with my personal account because it's kind of more than just me it's like everyone who's been on it so i kind of wanted to separate it uh this is actually being streamed live on both twitch and youtube you can find it at like uh, youtube.com forward slash runic wardens, but I'll also chuck in the link for the YouTube actual live stream in a, in a bit. You can't do that when you're affiliate. I'm an affiliate on Twitch. Um, so I decided that as this account is no, no longer is not an affiliate, that it might be worth just streaming it on both. Um, and then maybe when I get the chance to be affiliate, if we ever hit that point, I'll probably consider maybe becoming an affiliate and not streaming on YouTube. I'll see how YouTube streaming is going. Secondly, you probably noticed that there have been some visual changes. The image above me, the sort of uh, headphones with the Dreamstream writing, that, that sort of headphones icon is kind of going to be the new symbol of Dream to Stream, um, so that it's a little more easier to get sort of brand, some brand recognition. Um, the background's kind of changed, but the layouts pretty much remain the same. Still working on some other bits, like there's going to be an intro video in the future and a little uh, little clip for the, uh, the buzz section. Last announcement, which is set up a patreon because now there is no way for people to sub and if they want to sub and get a few extra perks you can now go over the patreon which i will chuck the link again i'll chuck it into the chat in a bit i think there's also a command if i type patreon uh so there are 
four tiers on there. The sort of main tier that I think is the main, like the whole reason I set it up is the $3 tier called Dog Champ. And you basically you'll get credited, you'll get priority questions, you'll get like shout outs on the stream occasionally and like um, bits and pieces like that. Um, it's the reason why it's three dollars is because um, when PayPal and Patreon take their cut, it's a similar amount of money that the stream receives than a Twitch sub. So if you were a Twitch sub and do want to continue supporting it, it will only cost you three dollars to support it just as much. Um, by no means feel obliged or have to uh, support it in any way. I am. Um, it's just set up as a if you'd like to. And then there are three other tiers uh, above it. Anyway, enough of that. That's the announcements done. Yeah, let's get on with like, how's everyone doing? Actually, everyone good. Doing how good? are you? I'm good. Everyone have a good am... New Year, Christmas, whatever you celebrated. Anything nice? Yeah, let's get on to question one. What is your 2021 goal in regards to your streaming and creation? And the main topic is goals for 2021. Basically, we'll just talk about any goals you might have. So, Amazon PC, do you want to start us off on? Sure. I don't really have a very specific goal for this. I just want to see very tangible growth in YouTube, especially. But Twitch, you know, partner is way too far away to set that as a goal reasonably for like that would be ridiculous to think that would happen. But just I want to see to have seen tangible growth within like three months and then six months and so on. And I'm going to be doing that from the angle of massively expanding youtube content so yeah awesome that's like a pretty good goal and like got to sort of aim and know how you're going to approach it um i will say there was one video of yours uh monden or however you say it i always forget i'm sorry but there was one video i saw of yours i think it was like, like a reaction to the wow or maybe it was, no, it was wow i'm sorry it's uh dota's it like well. There was like four characters or something. I don't know. But there was it was like a reaction to like a new thing from either Dota or WoW. And I don't think you had any subscribers. Maybe you had like 10 or something like that. But within like the first day or within the first couple of hours, you had like 80 something views, which, you know, I guess it's you have to compare it. You're, don't compare it to larger streamers, but based on no, not having, not. Yeah. but based on not having, you know, at least for YouTube, much of a following, if I'm remembering correctly, that was really good and like, like really cool. I don't know if it's, because like you directed them to it, or like maybe it's the content specifically that attracted them. I just want to say, good job! Like, like, like that was cool. That's, Honestly, that's, it was uh, just because it was one of the first ones for that patch for Dota on YouTube, and that's the only reason oh, okay. it was viewed at all. Like, I, I uploaded it before all but like two people. So you were early, but, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was early uploading it, but that was about it. I so, actually lost viewers on it <laughs> because apparently yeah. there were lots of duplicates. But yeah, that was funny. Oh. Yeah, if someone yeah, I, I, I just thought it was really cool. Thanks. Good video as well. I actually ended up watching it. So I was, I was in, we were talking about the four hour long. I was in the first yeah. two hours and then had to leave to do Dream to Stream. Um, so I then ended up watching I the second ditched. two hours. <laughs> <laughs> ended up watching the second two hours with uh, to like catch up on the whole thing. And it's nice to like, it's one of those things. It was nice to see from like an amateur I didn't mean that in a horrible way, like an amateur Dota player. Not like you're not a professional in a very literal way. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see it from like a you know, the level that I play at point of view, rather than from you know, the pros. They're going to think of things that are crazy and very in depth, but always what you, you really care about. Um, I'm watching that sort of content. Yeah. Well, Bryce, what is your 
2021 migration streaming uh, goals? Uh, I hope to be a lot more consistent, uh, for one. I took a big break in uh, 2020 uh, with just a lot of things going on and a lot of stuff up in the air. Uh, so, And I've been trying to keep more of a consistent schedule uh, ever since like Dream Stream started and started meeting you guys and getting a little more inspired. And I saw you smile there, Daniel. I wasn't talking about you. I'm welcome uh, to be your inspiration. You're my you can muse. thank me. So yeah, be more consistent. Hopefully see some a nice growth. Not necessarily like just like see my numbers grow up, go up, but I would like to see like just like consistent people hanging out, chatting, being able to like stream stuff to people and engage with people and all in the the good fun of sharing experience in video games or whatever we're talking about. Um, even if it's kind of and hopefully if there is a TwitchCon 2021. Uh, go to that. Nice. That'll be pretty cool if that actually happens. Maybe, maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Um, they better not do GlitchCon again. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Terrible I, uh, idea. Yeah, I, I hope uh, we get. I hope we get GlitchCon. If it's safe to do, um, I wonder whether they'll do it. I mean, I mean, it, they usually do two, don't they? They usually do like one in Europe and one in US, don't they? So I guess the nearest one to me now will be the one yeah. in the US. I might, uh, I might meet you there. San Diego and uh, Amsterdam, I think, were the two cities. That's actually, it might even be closer for me to fly to Amsterdam, or easier for me to fly to Amsterdam. You and you and a damn take you you and a damn take Amsterdam. Me and everybody else will take San Diego, San Diego <laughs> and we'll just spread the word. We'll attack both. Yeah, Europe I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get our t-shirts all made up. Everyone can wear. T- I uh, wish I didn't use the word attack. But yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Invade? Is that better? No. Yeah, um, no, don't use that one either. Uh, influence? Influence. Inspire. Like that one. That's a good one. Dom Marie, not Dom Marie or Daniel, whatever you want me to. Yeah, you there with the red headphones. What's your goals <laughs> for 2021 and content creation? And uh, well, I mean, so I, I have stuff. I wrote down like specific numbers of like the specific numbers of my podcast I want to do, specific numbers of how many episode, features, whatever. Of this podcast, I want to do at least specific remixes. Like I, I have all those kind of number stuff, but the main thing, this is what I've been telling myself and telling my girlfriend and I and kind of telling y'all is this year to see if making music, making content, doing a podcast, all this stuff, see if it's a viable like career option. And so to me, what makes it viable or not is at the end of the year, do I see like a do I see that I have some some type of following that you know that likes what I do. And that's willing to, uh, and that's willing to, you know, support me in, in whatever way that's in whatever way that that means. But as far as like actual specifics, I mean, the main one I can think of is I'm trying to make. We'll see. This, this range might move, but I'm trying to make a hundred dollars like by July, hundred dollars, hundred dollars per month by July, by August, by September, something like that. That's and that's gonna be through streams of on Spotify. That's through whatever but mainly streams I, I i should say so that's that's the goal the goal is to find yeah. out if this is possible and one way that'll tell me if this is possible or not is if i can get if if i can work hard enough and like and people like me enough that monthly i i, I can earn 100 bucks okay well, well then that means i just need to put more work in to you know to grow that number and and become become financially whatever the word is independent right 
So that's that's the goal. That's a fair goal. And yeah, I mean, I think you, you mentioned that last year. You've given yourself that sort of year long period to see where you're at, which is uh, it's it's a it's a very like bold move. Uh, like, I don't know if I could do it personally. Like, it takes a lot of courage to do that. Actually, um, I, I'm curious. So with with all of y'all. I know we all have our individual lives, our individual paths, but is streaming, is content creation, is this what we're all trying to do? Every single one of us right here? Or is, is it just, is it a self-described hobby? Um, I would like to. Yeah. Your yeah. career, or not your, your not career, but maybe like your main line of work. I'd like to, yeah, if possible. I would, I would love that if it were possible, yeah. If I could make it happen. It would have Buzz? to get to a plate. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, I'm just curious. You go buzz. Oh, fine, fine, fine. fine. Yeah. Who? Don Marie, you pick on somebody. You want to hear buzz? Bryce. 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 Uh, I was gonna say that I I'm kind of with Amadine in that I would love for it to be a hobby, uh, be like a provide a self sustaining income, but uh, at at the end of the day, day job has to come first, and if I have to work a lot of hours for that that's what pays the bills so uh uh streaming is just a hobby for now but it would have to be because because stream the streaming business is really fickle and that like so, someone if you if you hit it big someone somewhere is going to be trying to tear you down you know like you, you see it on like big channels all the time people trying to cancel each other and whatnot it would have to like the income from being a like a partner or a big time streamer would have to be such that I would be able to have a buffer from that to whatever comes next. So a safety net of some yeah, sort. Yeah, uh, and yeah. that's a pretty hefty number. Not to sound like I'm bougie or anything, but that would be a pretty hefty number, which would mean this is probably going to be a hobby for the rest of my days. Okay. What about you, Buzz? I mean, is this the podcast? Is is, is it all part of the plan? It's a passion project, to be to perfectly honest. I'm kind of like with Bryce. It's like I've still got to keep my day job. Like I've got, I've got like I live in Toronto, so it's obviously not a uh, cheap place to live. So I've got to keep paying the bills and everything. It's it's a, it's also a pipe dream as well. It's like if some by some miracle I do manage to make a steady income enough that I could say, okay, I'll with a bit of savings. I wouldn't mind like I wouldn't mind necessarily quitting quitting my day job and giving it a go if I knew it was already there set up. I couldn't do what you did, Don Marie, and just like quit and start from like the beginning because I just couldn't. I don't I don't have the courage for it. Honestly just wouldn't be able to manage it. Um I'd need to know that I was getting something already and then But yeah, it's so it's like hobby. yeah, it's like a, a hobby that I, I would obviously love to become. I think like a, an actual Thing. I'm definitely curious about Yiggs, um, since I mean I don't know y'all's situation, but I know for sure Yiggs has kids, and so you have to you know provide on on uh, some, if not you know the whole level. Is this something that you're really pushing forward? Is it something that you're already doing, or is it just a hobby? It's something I'm pushing forward. It's I already said this before, like a long time ago, that I'm not really interested in doing it as a hobby at least streaming more or less because it does take so much time and resources that I'd rather use that time to be with my family. So, and that, that could have just been because I did go so hard when I first started, you know, that I'm like, yo, this took so much time away. I can't see myself doing it and not actually like committing to it, you know? So 
for me, I'm trying to make it happen. Do you have like a I timeline? I don't have a timeline, but I'm constantly working to be more self-aware. And my wife right now is my number one priority. Where and and she actually is. Where when I first started, she wasn't. So I'm looking at a lot of different things with her and then the kids, and it de- it just depends. I'm trying to fill it out, you know, and try There's to no read date, her but more or less. Yeah, yeah, but the clock is definitely ticking for me and for her, you know. But I don't know what when you that is. Yeah, what are you saying, Emma Dean? Mm. I yeah I, I agree with everything everyone said. I I just um I am I've been mentally pretty committed to doing this like pretty se- seriously, but I haven't been putting in much more than the hours streaming. Right? Like I've put in the hours of actual just starting up the stream, streaming for 5 or so hours and then just, you know, calling the stream but I need to just do a lot more in between streams other than just maintenance. And uh, the thing about trying to do this seriously, uh, other than maintenance, I I would like to create content in between streams, not just on streams. I've actually had moments in between streams where it's been like, okay, especially pre-affiliate, which is a very recent occurrence. Pre-affiliate, I kind of felt like I had to stream very safe games that I knew I would get a certain number of viewers playing just so I could get to affiliate. Because there was no point where I was ever trying to stream potential, like trying to game the system by streaming significantly less and getting people to watch me or something just so that I could get the affiliate goal. I always tried to stream as much as I feasibly could, and I never asked anyone like never straight up went to someone who's like, could you please watch me like for this stream? Mm. I just wanted to get it purely just from, from effort, I guess. I haven't been promoting myself like straight up like, I, like at all. And then I also haven't been putting in time for content creation between streams. And I need to do both of those things. And I, again, I do think that you really, if you are going to do this, it really takes a lot of belief and a lot of just mental gusto i guess to just like go in right like Cameron said you really i'm not there yet but like i feel like you really need to just believe that it is going to work to even get into the frame of mind to start you have to believe beforehand you have to be so naive as to think it's going to work to actually do it but you can't really do that. So it's a, it's a struggle. It takes a village, et cetera, et cetera. How are you going to do it? I mean, I hope this didn't get too far off uh, your question, Buzz, but how how are you going to do it? Uh, Do like to-do list work for you and like, you know, monthly goals and then you check up on yourself every quarter, that that type of thing. Or how how are you going to make 2021 be different than 2020 as far as content creation? You know? Better attitude. Yigen said that about 2020. He got into a better frame of mind regarding it and other things, and that kind of made a few more things fall into place. So better attitude surrounding it, because you know it did actually. The average time to reach affiliate is two to four months, right? If you're like doing it consistently, it took me seven. So that's not great for morale, right? But you have to um, keep going, right? No, no, no regrets about what, what's happened before. You just have to keep going. 
But yeah, I just need to figure out something that I enjoy doing, and I think that will shine through in content. I just don't know what I would actually do for YouTube content that is novel enough to get viewers. So yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of introspection and stuff um, to Might figure out just... what that is. Take take a point. You just said like, what would be novel enough on YouTube? I I think that's a misconception. I think just do what you enjoy doing. Make content around something you like. And regardless of if someone else has made the exact same video with even the exact same points, it's still it's your video and your points that you're putting across. Just because you're influenced or even yeah, don't feel like you're copying just because someone else has done the same video. It can still gain a lot of traction. Like when I. But what some of the first videos that actually did well for me on YouTube were RuneScape uh, tutorials. They already existed. Tons of people had done them. The only difference between mine and theirs was mine came out slightly, was slightly newer. So it had some, maybe some of the newer content in it. And that was it. And yet I still got like thousands and thousands of views on those videos. And they were until I deleted them a little while ago, still getting several hundred views a week despite being severely out of date. Um, like, it doesn't matter if that content exists already. Don't worry about that. Just make a content you feel like you can make. That's what I think. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. But that's my I opinion. Say I did, Not necessarily. Yeah. Truth. I will say... No, I agree. But I, I do think I misspoke by novel enough. I meant something slightly different from just it hasn't been done before. It's just something that will actually draw people away from things that have already been done, not necessarily making something completely new. There's so many things out there that would you, that would take so much research that it almost wouldn't be worth it, even if it did. Like The, the amount of time sync you'd have to put in research for everybody who has this been done. You'd have to watch hundreds of hours of videos per video to make sure that it hasn't been done. So you can't do that. But yeah. just something, some draw, some like, I don't even like to use the word niche because as a person, I, if I hyper-focus on one particular thing, I burn out, guaranteed. Like this Dota patch, I was so hyped about it. I read the patch, I was done. Once I, mean, I found out what was, act, like, I, I was so hyped about it. Once I found out what was actually new, I didn't have any desire to play the game because I knew what was new. And basically an outline, since we... We analyzed it so much. Basically an outline of what everything would do, how it would fit in, but also knowing that pros are probably going to innovate somewhat, but the patches are going to change even that, right? Like it's, I just didn't have any desire to actually play the game after I figured out what was new. So I, I don't know. I, I will say I've been considering doing straight up just coaching Dota games because I did enjoy that one coaching game that I had with you, Cameron. Yeah. Um, that was a fun game. Yeah, I haven't done it much otherwise, and people don't often listen if it's all randoms. But I think your best bet for something that like that be a gimmick. would, yeah, I think your best bet for something. Oh, actually, that could be a gimmick. Actually, going into like pubs and being the coach and seeing if everyone ignores you or not. But uh, yeah, I kind of feel like if you did want to coach successfully, you'd need a, a five stack or even just like a three stack, like a, a majority that would listen to your advice. Uh, yeah, it, it I think there is work. something to be said on the Dota front for coaching, that if you say something that is so successful in the immediate future that they actually want to listen because it worked, mm. right? And if it's ranked, they're going to want to win for the sake of their MMR, yeah. right? Thing is, you can't actually coach in ranked. 
That's the main problem with this. You can't queue oh, okay. as coach in ranked. I did not know that. So that complicates things significantly. Drastically. I guess they don't so. want people being given an edge. Nice. Um, but yeah, sorry to have gotten everyone so off topic. I would like to commit to doing this. I just have to figure out an angle. That's I could have summarized it with just that. It's fine. Like, Attitude it's, thing is smart. Yeah. Got it from Yigan. For one extent or another. Yigs is the positive attitude of like yeah. every situation. Oh, he really is. I need Yigan. He really is. You're crazy. I started to hear him in my head sometimes. You may sometimes. not feel it now because he's sick, but he is. Yeah. I love how upbeat Yigan is. Yigan is so cool. I wish I had his attitude. Florida, y'all man. Great. Y'all crazy. Florida. Um, I, no, I genuinely have started to like, um, recently I've been, I've been like between about 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. is like my time to do stuff with the stream and uh, everything like that. And like when I get to a point where I'm like distracted or anything, I kind of get like this voice and it, it does come across as yigs in my head and it's just like him being like, yeah, and just like pushing me forward. Like his passion. Just <laughs> Crazy. It. That yeah. sounds weird. It, it like does sound weird. Like yigging head yeah, pops the, up. Yeah. I'm going to get that checked out. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, you're hearing voices. I don't know. Yeah. That's it's, a, yeah. I don't know. It's a positive voice. I don't want to get that gone. I want to keep that. Keep it going. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's definitely, you have the, the, the right attitude for life. I find. X is amazing, Danny B. I agree, he is amazing. Um, I ain't out the, Thank you, the Dreamer to Yigan podcast. I think, uh, yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, we we still have one more person. I mean, myself, but uh, Yigs, you haven't actually answered question one. What is your twenty twenty one goal in regards to your streaming and content creation? I don't really have a twenty. I don't really have a goal for this year, but I will say um, some current goals. And I did announce it on the stream the other day was to start focusing on my strengths. I give a lot of people advice about, especially when they're wondering why they don't grow. And then I always say like, well, you're not, you told me you love all this other stuff. And then you're sitting here doing the exact opposite thing that you love to do or the playing the exact opposite game that you love to play because you're scared. It's not going to give views or whatever it is. Or a lot of people think like they they really just have to play, excuse me, play games on Twitch, and you wondering why you're not growing, you know, and I and it's definitely more than that, but I think that's the biggest thing because I think that your passion drives your creativity and your productivity more than anything, and so I'm gonna start focusing on my strengths and focusing on the things that I really understand that I, I love to do and that's just um getting in more podcast type thing but i'm i'm actually not trying to call it a podcast because it's not really going to be a podcast because i don't think i really have too much interest in posting it as a podcast in places i might down the line but more or less just having conversations man like i think that's one of the biggest things i enjoy that um, I've been doing as of late with random people, with people I know about random topics, about hard topics, about controversial topics, um, and just being able to have those conversations and provide a respectful space and a space for learning and to get different um, perspectives. You know, I think that's one of the my favorite things to do is just to get everybody's perspective on everything. <laughs> so I'm just going to try to drive that more 
um, coming up this year and be more intentional. Excuse me. Be more intentional about the way that I stream. Um, If like one example would be if somebody asks me a question and it's a deep question that needs more context. What I usually would do is try to keep playing the game I'm playing and then answer the question and I'm pausing the game or I'm still playing the game and then the gameplay suffers and then the question suffers for the answer and then blah, blah, blah. But now I'm more like, I don't have to necessarily play this game. I can stop the stream and like pull up a big, you know, cam and talk about it, you know, and switch when the vibe feels right. And not only is that easier to edit because I've been trying to create content for off stream as well. And kind of like this stream where the live is good, but the meat of it actually lies beyond the live, beyond the actual moment, you know, far more people are going to see it after the stream than during the stream. So I've been trying to figure out a way to do that. And that's pretty much my biggest thing coming up. And what was I going to say? When I say another thing I wanted to stress is when I say I don't have a thing for 2021, it's because I just thought of it right before 2021. (laughs) I just figured it out and I acted on it. I don't need, you know, a January 1st to do something or a Monday or first of the month. But I firmly believe that if you do, it is definitely a good idea to take part in New Year's resolutions and. Mondays or first of the months or whatever it is. I just didn't happen to have one this year, but last year and pretty much every other year after that, I definitely did. So yeah. That's true to have. Like don't wait. <laughs> don't wait for the first to occur. Like just do it. Right. hundred yeah. percent. I agree with that. And uh Demon Dog said conversations with your community is very important, I think. And I entirely agree. Like engaging with the community is your community is 99% of your growth that's how you you gain friendships that's how like uh I, that's how i met you yigs and how i met amandin as well like just engaging with what was the very early days of my uh twitch community and like and i've made great friends and gotten sort of viewers if i ever do go live on my personal account again um who i feel like will probably come hang out at some point so 100% agree with you demon dog and uh Danny B just said, yeah, I tried to make a YouTube video. It didn't go very well. I need practice. Yeah, it takes like uh, my YouTube videos. I feel always I always look at them and I feel like they suck. But then people then seem to watch them. But they can't suck too bad. I think the, the main thing is just keep doing it. Keep getting the content out there. Keep practicing. Like you'll find you'll eventually find your way of doing things. And yeah, I guess I, I need to answer this question. I was about to, just about to move, to move on, but I guess I should probably give it an answer. Uh, my goals for 2021. Uh, regarding uh, streaming and content creation specifically is mostly just focus on dream to stream. Um, like I've been pretty much doing that anyway. Um, but my aim is to really just this year, just to really for something like this, I'd like to just do it for the entire year. I'd like to get to next, I think it was like November 12th uh, or November 5th or somewhere around then was the first dream to stream. I'd like to consistently every single Thursday minus maybe if there's a public holiday or a particular reason why one can't go ahead. I'd like to hit a dream stream every single Thursday and get round to like a one year anniversary for it. Even if it means zero growth, even if it means like two, two, three people, the, the, the people that are in the in the podcast, just the only people that are watching it. Um, to me, that's like my aim is to just stick at it. Uh, 
I really enjoy it anyway. And then if I'm talking like physical numbers, it would be really great if I could hit like 100k views total on all dreams of streams. And by that, I mean like 100k, including live views on the Twitch, live views on other people's Twitches um, who are also streaming it, uh, views on all the YouTube videos, the Spotify breaker, but you, you know, the big long list of all the audio places, which are, um, actually would have to say that I did reach fairly recently a milestone for all of the uh, views is we hit over a thousand. In fact, we've nearly hit over 1500 um, on all dream stream hey. episodes. Is uh, actually awesome. Um, I don't know why I do that. <laughs> it is it's great. I was really pleased when we met that. And I say we because I don't feel like this is just me. This isn't me that's done this. This is without all of you guests, without all of you for Adamed, Howlen, Hero, Creed, Bry Guy. I really hope I haven't missed anyone out, but I think that's all the guests so far. And future guests without them, it's just 100% not possible. Like, I need need you guys, so I feel like it's a group achievement entirely. Um, yeah, if I'm putting, like, hard goals down, I'd say, like, to hit, not even by the end of the year, by the one-year anniversary, it'd be really cool to be able to say all Dream to Stream episodes collectively on all platforms has hit 100k total views. That would be really yeah, awesome. Yeah. One million, I was. I, I do not think that's possible. I would quite quit and be like, that's too much pressure. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that if it, if it blew up, that's one of the things I'm a little bit worried about is because the one and only time my like stream got pretty decent viewership, I started to like freeze up and panic. If I started to see, like, uh, I personally now remove numbers, I can't, I don't actually know how many people are watching right now, like, would freeze. I think I'd start to panic, freeze up a little bit. And so, yeah, a hard goal would be that. I don't really have any other massive like goals. I want to keep keep creating, keep making stuff, um, keep expanding what I'm doing. I love doing Dream to Stream. I kind of want to. I've got a few different ideas that I'd like to take forward. Like I kind of want to make some. I've got a YouTube video that I'm actually in the process of making, which is um, like advice to brand new streamers. That we had a segment on a previous Dream to Stream where we talked about it, and I kind of wanted to take what everyone said, put it into a single video. Um, and I'm kind of working on that at the moment. And maybe that comes out soon, but time is obviously an issue for me. I'm obviously trying to run all of this, edit all the videos down for this. I haven't even got episode five out of this yet. <laughs> I'm just trying to like keep on top of things as well. Um, I'd like to write a couple more blogs for the website um, and on various like streaming topics. And I'd also like to start taking like clips, maybe just like the, the funnies or the, the B-roll, you know, you know, those end bits I put at the end of all the YouTube videos, taking them and popping them on somewhere like TikTok. I feel like that might be a good method for growth. Maybe it won't be, but also they're pretty funny. And I sometimes go and watch. There's, there's, I think it's episode four. That right, the lot absolute last clip. It's Bryce doing a fantastic British impression. Um, Why is it? Um, of me on the spot. It's just it. It cracks me up every time I watch it. Do so it. like easy access to it. It's just like fish it's and shit. Do the thing. <laughs> I think he said like Mr. Blobby or like uh, no Blobby Potter. He says Blobby Potter because Mr. Blobby's like a British icon, um, uh, like an old British icon. And ah uh, uh, yes, you've got the uh, the commands are working. So the concept of, uh, of Dream Stream is like we're all relatively smaller streamers, oh! and we're kind of okay, except for Yegan. He's like. He's like our sole partner on this on this panel of people. Literally uh, no bigger than any of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, yeah, that is, you're right. Yeah, that's kind of the, the concept is it's more from a small streamer point of view. Right. Is oh, there... and you only have 13 times my followers. You're not bigger. <laughs> oh, nothing. They don't watch, and I don't see them. They watch you play. <laughs> Put on Overcook right now. Let's watch his numbers blow up, and then we'll just... I got uh, a, a some followers, and I only talk to maybe 50 people total. That's so <laughs> yeah. Four people that hang out in my chat. Yeah. And that's like stretching it. So I'm just as big as y'all, trust me. Uh I was gonna say, uh is there a point where do you think Dream to Stream hits a certain level of growth where you think the message of small streamers like working on their channels with some elbow grease is kind of a the, the do you feel is there huh? words uh is there a point where you think the message gets disingenuous where like you have people come and say oh easy for you to say you're real yig and you have thousands of followers yeah i think there is a point where where it may become disingenuous like you said it might be at that point that the entire project becomes slightly rebranded and in a different direction of just streamers talking about being streamers um but i have a bit of a soft lock which is like if you're a partner on Twitch and getting considerable views, because I know some partners don't get very good views because they hit partner because they blow up and then they drop again. But if you're a partner on Twitch and you're still hitting those partner views, I would personally at that point is that's kind of my like cutoff for people. And it's not that I want to disclude people, but when they hit that point, I feel like it, it becomes like you've kind of made it to the point where we're all kind of aiming. And I know it's like uh, content creation wise, that's kind of difficult to just because I'm just basing it on Twitch because like you could have a million subscribers on YouTube and then come to Twitch and be small. That doesn't necessarily I'm going to have you on. I'm going to take in those factors. I it's, That's why I say it's like a soft barrier. Like I don't. So we're like a K-pop band where if we, we get too old, you kick us out. Maybe. Yeah. But then if Dream to Stream itself becomes big, is that then just critical of the show it's something i thought about it's kind of like a pipe dream situation like am i ever going to hit that point where dream stream is too big also is it counterproductive to kick off my most popular guests you're too big now fuck off oh shit my viewership has dropped <laughs> like I knew it uh, <laughs> so well, i think, I think dream it- stream as a brand though is a good is a good idea like if if it's not like you said, it's not you, it's the people you have, it's you and the people you have on. And if you have, like, you want to be able to see these people obviously grow and uh, work on their channels. And uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's dream to stream because it's not like content, small streamers. Yeah. Uh, no, I know what you mean. That, that's so, that is the message behind it. Yeah. And you're right. I, I think it will be a yeah. lot of difficult decisions eventually. And, Oh, well, I get it. I say that. It this may never season happen. Season one of Dream to Stream, and eventually it season is. two is going to bring on a new panel of Yeah, and dreamers. I mean, if we get to that point, I obviously don't, like, say, for example, Yiggs. Yiggs is the absolute closest to partner out of any guest that I've ever had on. He consistently hits... He consistently cool. gets, like, 20-plus viewers, um, and consistently is, like... I think he's just, he's just a very consistent streamer as well. So it's like he is the one camera, out of always, yeah. Always there when we need him. I think he is probably going to be the first one to hit partner. I don't want to stop creating content with him. I don't want to stop having these conversations with him. So maybe I at that point have to say right. I don't want to 
say goodbye to the dream to stream message, but I'm going to start something else. I'm going to create a new project and maybe it will be on Tuesday evenings and it will be. You've made it. I don't know, like some other dream different to title. Like, yeah. Like a testimonial section of dream like, to dream. Dream to stream who hit it big. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and Medina is the number one Dota two streamer. <laughs> exactly. Like that, I think, is like one. I'd have to win three TIs for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, can I can I add into that? Yeah, go ahead. I don't I know a lot of partner streamers that don't do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know a lot of there's a lot of different ways to get partner, but if we're specifically talking about like you because the main one is getting the average viewers, the 75 average viewers or whatnot for 30 days straight. Yeah. But I know a lot of partners who did that, but you know, they, I don't know how to explain it. Like they still are not confident. They still just don't think of themselves as a big streamer. And some of them, like they gotta, they'll get another job. Like they still have to work. And then, they might their shift might change and then literally they drop down to 10 viewers per stream. I know a cooking streamer that's partnered super high quality everything, but she just had to stop for a year because she got surgery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's so many different things. You know, I think until you really reach a level where you're doing like um more so sponsorships or you're actually like for real doing it for a job. Or at least making enough money to do it for a job. Because I know some partners that make a ton of money, but they still work. You know, I think there's still a lot you can offer, especially in the way of relating to newer streamers in the climb. You know what I mean? Like that, that to me is huge because there's not a lot of people talking about that in the rawest form possible. There's like little videos here and there, but there's not a lot of people actually talking about it in like the absolute rawest form and really going into detail, you know? I so, but there's, the there's ways that partners can definitely get in there, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. It's, it's to me, it's just like my, in my head, I held that sort of weird soft barrier. But like mm-hmm. I said, it's, it's not going to be the point where things cut off. There's, I mean, for example, we're not just right. stuck to Twitch streamers. Just so happens that everyone is a Twitch streamer to some extent. Like, but like, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, there is, there is still like when you hit that point, you're not, you don't just suddenly when you hit partner on Twitch, suddenly don't have to go to work anymore because you've blown up as a streamer. You just might have a right. relatively good stream. It's just, uh, I gotta, I gotta think, I gotta figure. It might just come also down to attitude. It wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing to even have quite a big streamer on here to talk about, um, talk about like how they got where they are while everyone else is also smaller streamers. Like that also couldn't be, a, that will also potentially be a good thing. No one's yeah. getting kicked off. Yes. Yeah. Basically, I want to say like if I got to the point where I thought I need to separate things up, I would create a new thing a new something because i don't want to lose connection with those people with everyone i've had on i don't want to lose connection but i don't see it necessarily happening there's gonna be the dream podcast and then the buzz and egan podcast yeah exactly too big maybe don maybe don marie maybe don marie oh okay (laughs) um 
I was saying the podcast becoming, uh, you know, kind of like a meme on itself because you get too big. I don't think that's possible. I mean, I'm sorry. I think whenever that question comes up or, or if that ever happens or like whatnot, you would just say, well, honestly, look at episode one through however many it took to get big. You know, it, 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 it's that's not true. that you became, uh, whatever the word is that you use, Bryce, I can't remember. It's just that it's we did, we did that. Um, and so go watch. And that's why it's not, you know, that, that, that that's why success isn't a bad thing. Yeah. I just forget you said that you don't see this getting big, but, uh, that, that is I know. I, I realized when I said that, how it sounded, it's not what it <laughs> meant, but yeah. Anyone in chat, what is your stream goals? And by any means, anyone in anyone else's chat or any chat anywhere, um, as long as someone can see it. Um, definitely want to hear about your stream goals if you have any. Danny B also let us know her goal um, for 2021, which is her goal is to find a game to play that makes me forget about any sort of stream problems or people not being there, just doing it because I love it, you know, not because anything else matters. Uh, she struggles with that. Okay, so the buzz this week, uh, we have like two sections and a mini question because yeah, the two sections are kind of, I don't know how much we're going to really be able to chat about them. The first one is Senpai Alpha Gaming uh, made an announcement that said he was going to be closing down his 500,000 subscriber YouTube. Okay, it didn't say closing down, but it said like I will be stopping or something like that. Um, it was a little bit clickbait, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't know how many of you have seen the video. I'm going to chuck the uh, right in chat right now. For Basically, he announced that no longer going to be Alpha Gaming. It's going to be Senpai Gaming or Senpai yeah. something, Senpai Studio or something. Um, they Gaming. Senpai Gaming, okay. They bought a massive new studio space um, with a specific basement um, part, which is going to be their recording studio for stream beats in the future. They've got like um, multiple rooms in there, one for editing, one for like recording, like um, uh, review footage of various things and then like a streaming room, blah, blah, blah. They have like a bunch of stuff. It looks really awesome. It's currently just ripped down to the studs. So we don't really know what it's going to look like, but I'm sure he's got some pretty fun stuff happening. Yeah, it was a little bit of clickbait basically, but it's worth mentioning and it looks like it's a really great thing. And it looks like he's taken his stream beats earnings and reinvested it into um, Alpha Gaming. So it'll be really cool. Well, Senpai Gaming, sorry. It'll be really cool to see what, what he's got coming up. I don't know if you guys have any comments on this or if we can just like any comments it should be you know, i didn't actually watch the video but like i was just going to say f in chat but if it's not actually done all right clickbait jesus all right fine let's go yeah. it's, it's i think it's just like rebranding uh, but I, I, re I think it should be said should be said it's kind of like what yig said it's this year i mean i should say it shows that he thinks if, if he's investing in a full-blown edge recording studio for twitch stream beats you know whatever right then it shows that at least from his perspective this it's an, it's an opportunity to uh pursue that kind of to, to pursue that direction yeah 100 you're right like for everybody not not just for him what i'm trying to say yeah definitely i agree i think uh like on this link can probably regret it it was you said it was clickbait right i think with that been video rolled I was saying, uh, I think with that video specifically, I didn't look at it as clickbait. Like some of his other videos I did, but that one, for some reason, I thought of it as like, damn, that's actually just smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
And yeah. he he kind of was the fact that he was like Q um apology here and Q you know burn out this and that that this and all that type of stuff. Like uh technically he did what he said he was going to do. <laughs> you know, technically yeah. he did technically not, do it. You know? He he leaned so into I'll, the joke of the clickbait kind of aspect yeah. of it. He did. I know what you mean. Uh, that's why I'm not annoyed that I clicked on it and that's why I'm not annoyed at him. Exactly. Yeah. I think the only thing clickbait about it is the, I guess the name of the video looks like like I'm 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 shutting down my channel. Dot dot dot. Uh, yeah. It'd be like it'd be like if someone like with a million subs on YouTube was like, "I'm taking a break." Dot dot dot. And like, oh, check me out on Twitch. I'll be streaming every day. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it is a little bit. I think to some extent. So he, like you said, it's truthful. He's he's rebranding, so it's technically is kind of shutting down that brand. But yeah, he's uh, and I, I imagine we're probably going to see a little bit less of him, just simply because he's setting up a whole new studio that's, that takes a lot of work. It's probably going to be a good part of like three or four months before that's complete. To be perfectly honest, but yeah, I don't think there's much more to say on it. Any anything else you guys want to say? Um, next thing which happened yesterday again. I think Bryce told me about both of these things. You told me about two. I told you about the the emote that we can no longer use. Yes, yeah. You also told me about Alpha Gaming. Wait, what? I'm pretty sure. Oh no, it was a damned. Sorry, my mistake. My mistake. A damned told me about Alpha Gaming, like Senpai situation. Um, yes, you told me about the fact that Porkchamp has now been removed from Twitch, which I'm sure pretty much anyone who streams or uses Twitch on a regular basis and uh, Amadon is upset because it's his absolute favorite about. Mm. Uh, What's wrong, Glassy? Yeah, so yeah, Porkchamp has been removed from Twitch. And I mean, if anyone who hasn't heard this news already, it's basically because he made some pretty poorly judged tweets and statements online. Um, I've heard a lot of, uh, I say a lot, I've heard a few different reasons, but the main one is his, he was inciting violence, which even I think uh, Twitch said them, uh, Twitch said themselves, he was inciting violence in the Washington uh, DC situation that has been occurring uh, recent, very recently. And yeah, making some suggestions with some of the tweets that he was saying. And I also heard a few things about him being like a COVID denier, apparently, I don't have like much proof behind this. I'm just going by hearsay. It's Twitter, so you know things do take in way out of context sometimes. But the fact that Twitch has removed his emote, but the good thing is they had they don't want Pog or Pogchamp or Poggers or that word to be taken by just this one guy's face. It's become more than that. And personally, I completely agree with this statement from them. Like that, Pog, it's more than a face. It's, it's an entire emotion category. It is. It is a hundred percent. You can't, can't remove just steal Pog. that. Just oh. just because he is the origin doesn't mean we have to um, lose that that kind of like it, it, that phrase and they're going to replace it with something else. Um, take our champ, but you can't take our pog. Exactly. True. So yeah, basically, all I want to what, what I want to hear from you guys is like, do you think that Twitch did the right thing? Uh, are you against it? And what do you think? Should, what do you reckon Twitch should replace it with? This okay. this is the face. Uh, it is a damn one who dis. I agree. That is the this one. Is that's the, that's the new Pog Pog champ. champ. 
I oh no, this is why you don't obviously copy the paste. guy said some I mean pretty nasty things. Um, like I did a cursory glance of his Twitter, and it's like yeah, like yeah, this guy hanging out with the wrong people, basically. Um, so I think I think Twitch was in the right, but I think with the stuff like the vocabulary that they have been selectively taking down in recent weeks. A lot of people are thinking like it's not enough and it's poorly directed. Like there's, I think there's some people I saw saying like, "All right, you're you were quick to take this down. You're taking down like SIMP and um, other words like that." But apparently, there's still some like racial slurs that they haven't, some derogatory terms that they haven't addressed, um, and people were thinking like, "Oh, it's." you're doing this, but you're not doing these other things that should be a, a, like a given, I guess. I don't, I don't know how Twitch, much it's a matter of like how prevalent it is in a given chat because pogs are everywhere. They don't yeah. want that to be like one of the faces of Twitch, like SIMP, that word was used all the time. Like how we're just spelling in it out. So many, like, you yeah, literally it. like we're you not, started it. Let's go for it. You can yeah. say it. Like the word simp has just been, you know, it's been taken out of definition by this point. It's gotten so far beyond what's reasonable. Sure. I definitely think that they should remove any and all racial slurs. That's kind of a given in my mind. But maybe the, their entire focus is just the things that are ridiculously common. Just all the time. Almost every chat on a major streamer, like, just constant. And I really think they should prioritize better. but. What are you gonna do? I I wonder if it's because they have the analytics, they have the data. Um, one thing that I I follow a rapper, right? Um, his name is Lecrae, and hey. he does a lot of Lacroix work in the community. Actually, up in uh in Don Marie's community, actually, you live in Atlanta, Atlanta. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does a lot of a lot of work in Atlanta, and uh, he recently came out and was like, look, first thing I want to say is that I don't see any of y'all out here in the streets and at these events and all of this, whether you're making positive comments or negative comments, all of y'all with opinion aren't putting in work. (laughs) He was like, so until I see y'all putting in work, y'all might as well not even say nothing, you know? And it, it was mostly pertaining to like Black Lives Matter and like abortion and stuff like that. But like, I think it's kind of the same thing with Twitch. It's like, everybody has all these opinions that like, Oh, these racial slurs and need in that racial slur. But it's like simp to me seems like it's way bigger than some of those racial slurs. You know what I mean? That they might not have just gotten to yet. And to us, it seems like, Oh yeah. Racial slur is bad all the time. And there's this, this, that, and that, and the third, but if you have this big, you know, which is essentially almost a pandemic word, <laughs> you know, in term to bully people, that's like making waves through Twitch. They probably are going to be quicker to ban that, you know, and then everybody else is just kind of like on a complaint tip, you know, where Twitch Twitch is not a small company. They're not. Yes. Some of the stuff seems sketchy, you know, but for the most part, it's like we don't actually know anything that goes on behind the scenes, <laughs> you know, in all their analytics or any type of anything. That sounds like me taking up for Twitch. 
But actually, it's been a good practice of mine to actually just kind of put myself in the shoes of any company, you know, that's millions and thousands of damn employees and blah, 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 you know, to to just not complain about stuff and share an opinion that I actually have no actual clue about, you know, at the end of the day. I, I definitely think there's something like valuable to be said of it. Opinions. <laughs> By the way, I do like doing that, but as far as the masses go, you know what I mean? Uh, the masses have these ideas and they spread these things that sound good and they don't actually know. A lot of times it's completely opposite. But yeah, what are you saying, Armandi? I was just going to say um, there's definitely something to be said for giving large companies the benefit of the doubt in these kind of situations. They do know more than us about like the... They may not know more about the situation because they may not be like more as boots on the ground as some of us are like just being in the middle of it. Some companies just kind of have a farther away approach, for instance, like, and in a lot of cases back in the day, Blizzard would not really take an active role and they would make these changes and they would just not pan out. Right. But I don't know. I definitely do think about the whole opinions thing. Just stating your opinion in a public way. Isn't that much it's not that far from going out and raising a sign, you know, like in a lot of ways, I'd say like just going and joining a, a march for a good cause. It it's cool, but it's not that different from just saying it online, you know, cause there are going to be thousands of other people there too. And one more sign, Obviously, if a bunch of people agree, yeah, one more sign isn't going to make a difference. You might have a rally where no one shows up. But, you know, in general, just, yeah, if you have something to say, say it as long as it's not going to cause any issues, I guess. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating that one stupid guy ruins it to some extent for the rest of us. But what I'm really glad is Twitch is like, no, we are going to claim this fucking word. Pog, Pog Champ, Poggers, Poggeroo. This is not this is not that guy. This is this is our phrase. We 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 take it from that guy. He's sorting it out. Uh so I did create a money question because um there it is. There yay, there we go. Um because I was concerned because before the only thing I had was the Senpai Alpha Gaming situation. Um I didn't have Pog Champ until yesterday situation. So um oh wait i completely forgot oh we did kind of agree that a damn soul should replace pogchamp i'm gonna say that's a consensus so we don't go back to that topic is that cool yep that's good cool um mini question would you ever dual pc stream what do you think about dual pc streaming in general as well and i'm gonna start with yigs for this one if you don't mind if you're ready to answer this one yigs what do i think about my what streaming Dual, uh, do, would you ever dual stream piece, uh, dual PC stream, as in have one for streaming and one oh. for gaming? Um, and what do you think about it in general? You don't have to give me like a massive answer because it's just a, a mini question. I would actually. Um, there's, I have two PCs. I just need to get a capture card, and the capture card I want is like two hundred dollars or whatever. I think I've been finding it for like one hundred and fifty bucks on facebook but um yeah i got my old pc which is 
It can run pretty much any game in 1080p. And then I got my new PC, which can run pretty much everything ever full spec. So right now I'm streaming just off my new PC, but I, I plan on upgrading that GPU to a 3080. Um, and I've been researching it a lot because I have a pretty beast processor. And I've been thinking like, man, but if I go to the 3080, do I really need a dual PC setup? But there's a lot of pros that come with a dual PC setup as far as like behind the scenes and like recording and certain editing and um, like audio tracks and blah, 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 blah. So while I'm streaming, like there's potential I could have music on my stream, but it's actually not being recorded because it's on a completely different PC and oh, there's, there's a bunch of different stuff. So, um, yeah, that works. Also, I'm just always looking for ways to take the load off of my gaming PC. So definitely trying to get that dual PC set up going. Oh yeah. I thought so. Um, Don Marie, not Don Marie Daniel. I think, well, so I've, I've thought about it a lot and I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm not sure how much research it'd take to, you know, set it up, but I'm always going to be on a laptop. Always. I just love the portability of always having my music in one place. And I, I have solid state drives or I have hard drives, external stuff, but I, I love laptops. Right? I just love the portability that the smallness of the nature, which means it's hard to do Ableton and stream. And so I've considered heavily tried to do, you know, shut up, uh, Siri. Um, yeah. I've considered heavily and like tried to figure out how to do dual PC streaming. I just, you know, haven't done it yet, but I definitely think it's something, especially since I'm on a laptop, that'd yeah. be very valuable. Have you checked it out? Have you done a little it? bit, but no. So uh, I haven't, how is this? I haven't watched, you know, 20 videos on how to do it. I have watched a couple and the ones I watched, it's which it's like where you install software on one computer and or or at least this one. You install software on, on both computers in which the computer records the thing, sends it to your modem, which then goes directly to your PC or it goes something like that. It's like some like live capture where you're doing all your Ableton, your, your game capture on your laptop, but it's sending it through the modem still to the other PC, which then goes out to the, you know, uh, the etherwebs. So, I mean, I'm not sure if that's the smart way to do it. I, I, I don't know if what I just said makes sense, but that's, that's no, how I understood it. Um, you are going to do it. I have a friend and um, she's in my Discord. She's also my mod, but she did it and she spent, I think she said no more than 300 on her streaming PC. So, there is a fairly cheap entry to the actual streaming PC. At least, if you are gonna do it, a yeah. like uh, three hundred on like a uh, set ready to go order from the internet, yep. you know, out of box thing. Oh. Specifically tailored for streaming. She built it, but I'm sure you can find one like that though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually saw a video of a guy that um, he bought an old office truck out PC. Like they they wanted to upgrade their PCs from an office, and he bought it for like eighty or ninety dollars. Um, and all he had to do was install a graphics card and it was good to go for streaming because a lot of office PCs have really, really good CPUs 
really good memory and really good uh, motherboards because they don't need a graphics card because most of the time what you're doing in an office isn't graphic based. So they're really fast PCs and they always want to upgrade them. So he got like effectively a very fast PC. The only thing he had to pay and add was a graphics card. And if you're just streaming on a PC, you could get like, a, I don't know, like a 970 or something like, a you know, that's like four generation great. old nvidia graphics card for again you could buy second hand um you could even put it together for less than 300 bucks if you found the right deal like right. 300 bucks is probably a good place to start and that's more if you wanted to go new if you wanted to go second hand you could look around find like an office getting rid of a relatively okay computer that you knew had a if they gave you the right specs you could check the motherboard make sure it had a decent graphics card slot slot in a graphics card you're good to go oh you need a you need a capture card as well because the way that you described it going to your modem and then going to the computer you'd be relying on your network and not relying on a straight up cable to cable graphics uh, like literally from your pc you plug in like um yeah. is it usb or hdmi i can never remember for um, um hdmi hdmi you plug your hdmi cable in it goes over to your um streaming pc and then your streaming pc picks up the capture from the screen from your laptop that would be the way to do it um honestly and so since we're talking about it it's kind of partly the reason i haven't streamed regularly but especially just streamed at all because it gets so buggy on my on my laptop and it starts popping in my ears because my computer can't take the load and i and, and you hear it on the i assume you hear it on the stream it gets chopped up um so i'm, I'm sure that's something i'm gonna have to do regardless yeah, I, just because I, I'm on a laptop. Definitely, when it comes to like music as well, because you kind of want to, you want to have, you want to have the best quality you can hear monitoring, and you want to have the best like you don't want like chopping around and um, latency issues as well with like your hardware. That all really adds up to making it much harder to create music. So, yeah, I completely get it. But yeah, honestly, um, if they're Nvidia graphics cards, you can make it so that the whole load is on the GPU, and you don't even have to have that strong of a cpu yeah so yeah that's a super good recommendation would you ever use a dual pc streaming setup and what no, do you think about dual PC streaming uh i haven't ever thought about it fair enough <laughs> uh i usually just like run my games and if i do play a game i usually just run it in windowed mode uh i do have like uh it's like a 20 inch not 20 inch maybe i don't know maybe like 20 inch tv next to my monitor that i use for uh games uh like console games and just run the elgato to my pc and then so i can do that uh but yeah i haven't ever thought about it all right i mean Kind of, you already do then because you use an Elgato to stream from a console, which is kind of a secondary PC kind of thing. So, kind of, this is the same hardware these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess then we'll jump onto Amazon. Your PC streaming, what? would you uh, slash what do you think about it? I really like the office uh, office idea. Like, to get those, like, just get a not so great. For a gaming Dell workstation PC, that's and then just put in a say yeah like nine seventy. I would definitely do it in there. And there you go. Um, as for dual PC streaming, 
I actually have a slightly different angle for how my stream ends up working than just loading everything on the GPU. Because the 3950X is such a powerful workstation CPU, it can literally just handle all of the encoding, and also the games, and also my hundreds of Chrome tabs, and also all the other random shit I have open at the same time. <laughs> so it's fine. Would I with that setup? No. Would I otherwise? Also no, because I just prefer to have everything more compact. I'd rather just not have two PCs. If I could have one that could handle it, even if it would be slightly more expensive, because I just prefer things being a little more compact. That's it. For me, I think it's completely situational. Uh, my next choice is not. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to aim for it. I'm not going for it. Uh, I plan on purchasing one very good PC that will be perfectly capable of streaming at decent quality and playing all of the games I want to play at a very good quality anyway. Uh, so for me, it really doesn't. It doesn't seem like I'm ever going to do it. It, but that's like near future. If I had the opportunity, if someone like handed me an old workstation and I just had to buy, or you know, I saw one ridiculously cheap and I just had to buy the graphics card or even one that had someone had put together and I just saw it super cheap and I just grabbed it, then yeah, I could see myself doing it, you know, using my laptop for the gaming side of things because it would probably be better at running the games at still and then using a capture card type, type thing i could see myself doing it i don't think there's anything against it it does have some pretty good upsides like gigan said with the whole it's easier to then sort out like audio stuff when you want to hear it yourself hear it on stream but not hear it recorded you have like recording to streaming implications which could make it easier so i could like play the game and record on my laptop and stream through the pc like i see it being like a good idea Maybe I should revisit it, revisit it as an idea, but to be honest, at the moment, I just don't see it as my primary goal. My primary goal is to build a, because I've also always wanted to build, help build other people's, um, like I've done stuff with PCs in the past, but I would really like to just physically build my own PC, like the one that I pick out the parts for, purchase and then put together. Like I, that's kind of like a personal dream. I know it's a bit of a, a lowballing dream, like as in that I could dream bigger, but that genuinely is a dream of mine is to, to be able to do that. Um, you know, when I built mine in May, I didn't get one of those. Um, it's like it's like uh, it has like little uh, alligator clips on the side, and you just connect one to helping hands static, yeah, ex bracelet. exactly. Yeah, but like there's a bracelet, and then it has like an alligator. Have one of those so you don't have to touch something metal every four seconds out of paranoia. Just highly recommend. Or you could just touch the case if, when you're doing it if, it's, uh, if the power supply is plugged into the wall and turned off. That'll do. Alright. Um, yeah, I probably wasn't gonna bother with an anti-static bracelet just because no one ever seems to on like any actual uh like linus tech tips they never seem to do it oh uh, yeah uh, maybe i should maybe i should look into it uh, they also did a recently a video on linus tech tips to show that um you have to shock someone pretty damn hard pretty constantly to actually ruin modern hardware it's only for slightly more obscure and older hardware that really Static shocks could actually cause any damage. Can't see yeah. you can static shops wipe SSDs since it's purely digital. 
I, I again, in theory, yes, in practice, as far as I could tell, it doesn't happen very often. But then, like, the SSDs that I'd be getting anyway would be brand new. So it's only, yeah. I guess, handling older SSDs. I don't know. Like, it might be a precaution that I should probably take, but maybe I won't. I don't know. I'll see you near the time. This is a long way off. Question two. I know this sounds crazy. We're three hours into a podcast and we're on question two. But we did have the bars and all that stuff. But yeah, question two. We had what a lot you- of off topic that was technically kind of in some roundabout way on topic. So it's fine. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about streaming to multiple platforms? And as you can probably tell, I'm bringing this up for the fact that I am technically right now streaming to multiple platforms on Twitch and YouTube at the same time. I We've kind of brushed on this topic in the past, but what are your particular thoughts and feelings about multiple platform streaming and we're gonna start with bryce this time oh god uh uh i thought about it once before uh with mixer uh but i think obs Streamlabs didn't get the integration to stream to both twitch and mixer until like the last couple of days of mixer i'm like well what's what's the point now uh i think once uh Microsoft bought Ninja and what, like Shroud. I was like, I'll I'll give Mixer a chance and had a couple of good streams over there and thought like, you know what? I'm getting kind of a little bit of traction over here. Might let me look into like doing both. And I was having a lot of technical issues where like my camera would be picking up and uh, I was trying to stream through multiple apps and like my camera and game footage was going through one and not the other or vice versa. And eventually I just like got lost in a rabbit hole trying to uh, troubleshoot that and gave up, just stuck with Twitch. But I don't think, uh, I think YouTube gaming, uh, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with streaming to YouTube, but I think it's a little more saturated than Twitch. I know there's a little bit of everything now on Twitch, but I feel like it's like times that by a thousand on YouTube. Yeah, that's fair enough. Go off on my own thing. Let's jump to not Don Murray. Uh, I think I've, I think we've like mentioned this question before. Yeah. And I, I believe my com, I'm pretty sure my comment is the same as it is, it's, as it was. It's that I find it distracting. Um, it seems if to answer questions from not from the stream that you're watching, but from a YouTube stream and you're on Twitch, it seems, you know, uh, distracting and like off putting where you're like, oh, so it's, it's, I mean, I understand it. Maybe it's maybe it's even not not necessary, but maybe it, I'm sure it helps you, especially if you're starting out. I understand it, but I also like I I like simple things. You know, I use Squarespace, even though you told me it's overpriced, but I still use Squarespace for, for my website because it's super simple and I, I I love it. So I think I personally wouldn't do it. I understand why you would, especially if you're a small streamer. I definitely see where you're you're coming from there because I've gone to a handful of channels where someone like. I'll be in chat to like, hey, hey, how was your day going to someone? Um, like I'm just cruising through like a random channel or something and then see them having a conversation with someone who's not there and it's a little off-putting and then they may never get back to their Twitch chat or they may get back to it like every 20 minutes or so. And it's like, okay, like you're burning one audience for another or burning both audiences unless you're like someone who's really good and on top of both those things it could be overwhelming could be stressful it could be detrimental yeah 
Yeah, both entirely. Yeah, very true. I definitely agree on that sort of side of things. Like having that eerie thing where they're talking about something you can't understand. Now, to some extent, you could assume that maybe they've spoken in chat before you saw it. But then when it continues to occur, it does get a little bit like, wait, what the hell um, is going on? Yeah, I get that. Uh, Yiggs, what's your feeling on uh, multiple platform streaming? I think it's good for people who have big audiences. I think it's a mistake for people who are starting out. I think if you don't care, then nothing is a mistake. <laughs> like, I think if you just do it, like, in I guess in, in Buzz's case, like, you're just doing it because you like doing whatever you want to do. And you want to taste everything. Then it actually just doesn't matter, you know? But if like a lot of streamers, including myself, thought, oh, if I stream on Facebook, I stream on Twitch and I stream on, you know, whatever at the same time, it nets me a better chance of being discovered or whatever it is when it's actually a little bit, it's much more harder to keep track of, <laughs> like, and like balance it unless you're a streamer that doesn't talk to chat, you know, and like. Yeah, it's it's much harder than people think it is. And uh, I don't know. Um, I was doing some research like a month or two ago and I was I was watching a guy and he was saying uh, he was looking at somebody's Twitter and they had a link tree. Y'all know what link tree is. Yeah. Yeah. So link tree, for those of y'all that don't know, is a website or service that um, you can essentially link all your links that you all your places that you want people to go to Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. And he said like, no, don't do that. It's not a bad idea to do it. But when you're specifically wanting to grow one thing, like if you're a Twitch streamer, there's no reason to do a link tree to then distract somebody from actually just going to your Twitch. They have a better chance of actually going. If they just go into your Twitch and then convert to all your other stuff, Versus going into your link tree and then looking at all the things and clicking it like your conversion rate is a lot better. So for me, when I did it, I thought it was I think it was a mistake for me. And I see a lot of new streamers doing it that really think that it's going to do something. And it's like, no, you'd be better off just trying one thing, going to another thing, tasting it, going through another thing, tasting it, and so on and so forth. Because I couldn't keep up with chat at all. And then the other chat was wondering who the heck I was talking to in that chat. <laughs> and so on and so forth. So, yep, and I have a very fair point. Um, I think we've got a bit of a consensus going. Um, I'll swing back, defend myself in the situation, I guess, because to some extent, I said, really, though. not really. No, I know, I know, like, not really. That's why I did the inverted commas around it. But, um, I'm gonna jump to Amadin first, and then I'll jump to what I, I, I agree with you guys, but I'll explain why I'm not actually doing that currently in a bit. Amadin. What's your thoughts on multi-platform streaming? Most of what I uh, most of what I had to say has been said already. Not not necessarily in so many words, but I'd say one thing that maybe hasn't been said is that you know, as someone that really does enjoy interacting with chat and tries to do so timely, as most of us uh, all of us here do, it's it would be really annoying for me to have to go between multiple chats. Like it would be annoying for me to do that, much less like the viewers. I, I I wouldn't want to do that. I like to see all the chat messages. It would be nice if they understood where the hell all of these comments I'm making are directed at nameless, faceless people in other chat rooms. Like it's just 
don't know. I think it's unless you're big enough on Twitch that you or any other platform that you're actually just not even able to read chat, so it's not even expected. Like to the point that no one is even talking at you. Or if they are, they just don't understand that there's no way you can respond. Like Soda Poppin or someone who just gets so many people spamming in his chat, there's literally no way he could ever read a single individual message. If you're like that, sure, you can go for as many multi-streaming as you want, as long as you don't have an affiliate agreement, which you probably do. Um, (laughs) It's kind of a moot point if you have one of those. But uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I really wouldn't consider doing it myself. Yeah. I would even consider just uploading all VODs from Twitch to YouTube before I would just also stream on YouTube. Yeah, which is kind of what I do with Dream to Stream. Okay, so I guess now I'm going to answer. Now I 100% agree with all of you. If you are doing a personal stream, that is like your stream that you're playing games, doing your music creation, whatever, you want to interact with chat. You want chat to know you're interacting with them. You don't want to ignore them. You don't want to like not focus on them. A big part of it is growing that community and having just one chat is a huge part of that. The other issue is obviously affiliate agreements. You can't stream on multiple platform if you're an affiliate on Twitch. Uh, it's not the case on other platforms, by the way. So if you become a partner, uh, like a monetary partner on YouTube, you are allowed to still stream on other platforms. Same with Facebook gaming and even Mixer. Just Twitch that forces you to be exclusive for 24 hours. But the reason why I have decided to do it for Dreamstream, for the time being anyway, is because a twofold reason. One, it's greater reach on a very small situation where most of the time I am not interacting with chat. Like uh, the majority of the time I'm interacting with you guys, it's not chat focused it's not necessarily community building focused although it's nice to have the community around it it's more to do with the content than the community which is the opposite of what streaming is really about which is coming back to the thing that uh, yig said earlier that the meat of this podcast isn't this live stream the meat of this podcast is the video and audio releases that come later that's the real thing this is the fact that we're doing this like we could literally do this not live and it honestly wouldn't have a, other than the fact that it would be a small amount of uh, like exposure gone, a fairly decent amount of exposure, arguably gone, it, it still wouldn't matter a huge amount. I could technically just say, hey, let's just have a chat on Discord and we're not going to go live. The good thing about going live is that you do have the chat. And the reason why, the second fold reason why YouTube streaming is I think fine for dream to stream is the fact that whenever chat does say something, I am specifically going to read it out because there's a good chance that on any one of your streams, people aren't going to see my chat anyway. Like people watching Yigs, I I believe you're streaming right now, aren't you Yigs? Yeah. Yeah. People in his chat aren't going to see the chat from dream to stream anyway, necessarily unless they're watching both streams, which is awesome of them if they are, but if they're not, they're not going to see that anyway. So I have to make sure I read out that message. So they have to know what's being said through me verbalizing it not through me just answering it. So it's kind of like all the reasons not to do it don't apply to this particular podcast, but they 100% apply, in my opinion, to a sole streamer, to someone who is just streaming as a gamer, music creator, whatever they were held, a cooker, a a chef, whatever they want to do on their stream. If you are trying to build a community, build your label, build your brand, whatever, and you're trying to interact with your community, then it's 
I think I 100% agree. It's better that you just focus on one platform. You could argue for someone who is absolutely brand new that they should stream on multiple platforms and then see which one hits traction within the first few streams and then focus on that platform just as I help them get into the streaming world. But past that really early point, I think you focus on one platform until you become QC, Soda Poppin. And then if you somehow have managed to escape making deals that makes you exclusive, which obviously every platform does have them, just Twitch especially has them from an early point, then you could consider doing it again. So yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on the matter. Yeah. Anyone have any other comments about multi-stream? Uh, the next section is what's new with you? This is a part of the podcast where you guys get to tell us what's going on with you, what you've got coming up, what's happened recently that I may have not mentioned in my announcement segment at the beginning. And yeah, just kind of tell us what's going on and what's happening. Got any projects coming up? So I'm going to start with Amadin to start. Uh, what's new with you, Amadin? Well, I guess the most significant thing that's new is that I did actually get affiliate. And because of that, I have felt a lot freer. <laughs> He's doing it again. I felt a lot freer to um, actually do the variety that I've been wanting to since the... Uh, I don't know how long it goes back for recently streamed categories, but my recently streamed categories is a lot more populated than it was in the past. Balloons TD6, This War of Mine, Sea of Thieves, Raft, Disco Elysium, Dota 2, Divinity Original Sin 2, right? It used to just be two, maybe three, right? So yeah, getting somewhere in terms of what I actually want to play versus what I feel like I need to play. As for actual content that's going to be coming out. I'm probably playing Divinity Original Sin tomorrow with Alan again. I'm going to be figuring out some kind of content to do on YouTube beyond just playthroughs I might have planned of games that I don't really want to do on Twitch. I'll have more information in future weeks. I really don't have any specifics right now, but yeah, there you go. Awesome. Join my Discord server. There you um, go. By all means, chuck that <laughs> in the Twitch and YouTube chat um, if you want to, by the way. I believe you're mod in both, so you should not be banned for doing that. Bryce, what's new with you? Uh, well, I guess uh, I'm about to have a rap battle with Yigan. <laughs> uh, trying to remember some lyrics of Twister, I guess. Uh, <laughs> In terms of Twitch, I uh, picked up Yakuza Like a Dragon the other day. Actually, it's my first Yakuza game. Having a lot of fun with it. Um, I would definitely recommend it. People who... It's kind of like a GTA RPG Japanese thing. Really good story. Stuff like that. Uh, also, um, writing a script for two potential YouTube things. Um, that I don't want to say because then people will steal the idea. I'm looking at you, Don Marie. Do something to you, Bryce. Do I? I? That's a debt <laughs> touch. I'm just jealous about your hair, man. I want hair like that. I got this mess and I want that. I don't <laughs> want this. That's why I wear the beanie. Your hair it looks like when they like give birth? actors long hair in movies. You say it looks fake. <laughs> I'm <laughs> mute. Anyways, what's with you, with you, Daniel? What's new with you, Don Marie? 
newfound hatred for Bryce. That's that, but I'm protesting. Uh, was it Captain Bryce? Um, I didn't. I didn't put that there. I don't have the ability because I'm not a mod. <laughs> he doesn't have the power. <laughs> you can change your own nickname. I don't know when you're listening to this, um, but maybe I just born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Sorry. Go. Ahead. I'm gonna do a promo. Can you play? This? No. Um, you're joking. I'm done. That's good. I just finished a release for the artist Aries. He just finished his contest. I don't know if I've won yet or not. Hopefully I did. But the remix I did was very, it was weird. You know, it, it wasn't like this upbeat dubstep thing, which is what he usually gets. It was, it's this kind of buzz that it's like almost progressive rock, but it's has some elements of like choir and it's uh, whatever. I, I think it's cool. So go check that out. Um, it's on my SoundCloud. I'm going to have a YouTube chant or YouTube video of how I made it coming out probably on the 11th, if not before then. Um, but like I said, I don't know when you're listening to this, so just come check out my channel. Search Don Marie, D-O-N space M-O-R-I in the YouTube search bar. Right now I have 20 subscribers. It has my has my face on it. Click on it. Check me out. You know, love me. Yikes. What's new with you? I, um, what's new for me? I was waiting for this the whole time. <laughs> and now I'm like, man, do I want to give him all of it? Or do I want to just brief it up? I recently just made an announcement. I tricked everyone. Hopefully, I tricked everyone. Pregnant? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, and what? But the actual announcement was that I'm actually going to be diving really deep into the back end of Twitch more and being a lot more intentional in the way that I do business and collaborate with people. For instance, like I told Buzz, I think either last podcast or the one before that that I really was going to try to um, learn like the website type the website end of things and uh, what was it uh, AdSense and just try to get that background and really jump into working with him on the podcast um, I, I also decided that I'm not going to do a podcast per se my um, my friend Nella Trey we do this podcast called The Porch, and it was a weekly podcast on Sundays. Um, but he moved, and he had some stuff going on. I had some stuff going on, so we stopped doing it. And that might come back when he moves and gets better internet. But other than that, what you'll see from me is more so conversations um, instead of just a podcast. Because I don't necessarily feel like I need to call it a podcast if it's not gonna be geared towards listening you know what i mean like i guess there's definitely visual podcasts but it's not a podcast more so than it's just conversations and uh i'm gonna not play games as much i know everybody's been telling me like what's up man where you been at but it's gonna be i'm gonna talk about the things i want to talk about and i'm gonna get heavy into the content creation specifically on the back end of the stream and really dive into learning just as much as I can, <laughs> like, you know, how to build business plans. Like I've been looking at a lot of different stuff to really try to get, not to say like, Oh, I'm going to turn the Twitch into a business or anything like that, but just get educated. Just this, the year of learning for me, and then acting on the things that I, my strengths and the things that I actually like to do and realizing that the stream is amazing and I really love streaming. That's probably my favorite part, but I really need to start getting close to the people on in my community 
you know, that's all of you. That's other people that's using the relation, making an excuse to use business to create relationship, you know? And I know I, I talked to somebody and they were like, yo, there's a fine, like, you sure you doing that? Or are you using a relationship for business? I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> like I really just crave people and friends and relationship. And if that's a way in, then it's a win-win, <laughs> you know, like if that's a way to get more time with the people that I need to get, you know, time with, or that I want to get time with, it's a win-win. So you're going to see a little bit less streaming and I'm going to be sacrificing some days to actually, you know, maybe just play games or play among us, you know, or, um, really, you know, take five hours to talk to buzz about whatever the hell <laughs> food again, you know, or whatever it is. So, yeah. Cool. Pog just chatting streamer. <laughs> yeah. Nah, 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 nah. I love video games too much. I love art too much. But this season is get this crap in gear season and start learning. So I guess I should say what's new with me. I mean, I kind of announced everything at the beginning, but um, what's coming up, I guess. Uh, so as you can see, the streams had a bit of a look overhaul. Um, I like we've got now got like a kind of logo, I guess, for Dream to Stream. That image you can see at the top of the stream screen right now of like headphones stuff. Um, that might change slightly or entirely, but I think that might be the image that I'm going to go with. Um, but I have some other stuff that I'm working on, including an intro sequence for Dream to Stream and a buzz, the buzz sequence. So we might have some nice graphics coming up soon. I'll no doubt be making some tweaks and stuff. Episode five of Dream to Stream should be coming out on YouTube and Spotify, audio platforms, etc. Um, in the next uh, day or so. I mean, probably Sunday by the time it becomes public, and because by the time I've uploaded it and done everything, so Sunday I'd say is a pretty good guess. And in episode six, I'm hoping to get out before next next Thursday. We are currently on episode seven to give you a understanding of how far behind I kind of am. Otherwise, um, there's going to be a lot of like small changes. The website is another thing that I'm still working on. I'm kind of got it like to a point where it's functioning and it looks fine and there's stuff on there, but I'm just making some tweaks. I'm adding every episode has their own page um, is coming in the near future. It's not currently public, but that will be happening soon. Every single episode will have a page where you can find the YouTube video embedded, all the links to everywhere you can find it all of the guests and all of their links, including links to their profiles on the website. I'm also hoping to release a video on um, advice to brand new streamers. So that's something we talked about in, I think it may have been episode four. We talked about, or it might've been episode six. We, we talked about um, advice we'd give to new streamers. Um, and I'm kind of going to take a lot of that um, content and I'm going to just sort of like squish it down into one single 10 minute, one minute video it's what the aim is at the moment i'm kind of working on that at the moment that'll be coming out soon a couple of blog posts i've got in the works i'm kind of writing on them taking inspiration quite a lot actually of my ideas and inspiration comes from everyone i have on the show be it during the actual show like today you've witnessed gigs don marie even Aminen and bryce um give me inspiration and ideas for stuff that i can do going forwards and actually something you guys didn't hear was Don Marie actually right at the beginning was telling me about how it's important to to 
And something I hadn't really necessarily considered, it's important to spend the early parts of your content trying to introduce and make it exciting for new subscribers, followers, etc. Try and draw them in and then spend the last 80% of your content talking to your actual viewers. So like the first two minutes should be about like, hey, definitely like, look how amazing I am. Look how exciting I am. Come see this content. And then the last bit should be the content that the streamers are there for, their, your personality and what you're talking about and stuff, which I hadn't really considered really other than subconsciously. So it's something I'm going to be considering a lot as well with the content that's coming out just to take a slight side thing. But yeah, I got a bunch of stuff in the works. I can't say exactly due to my timings when things are coming out. Um, yeah, that's what's new with me. Um, anything you guys want to say just quickly before I move on to outro. So thanks everyone for watching today. I mean, we had a few teething issues to begin with. We also definitely went off on a few more tangents than usual. First room of the year, I've got to get back into the thought process of being a strict host who tells people to shut the fuck up and get on with what I told you. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, so I mean, just pulling people around from tangents, which is also mostly my fault anyway. So, I mean, we'll strive to be better, but obviously this will be edited down to probably about a two hour video. Before I give everyone else their like shout out and a little outro, I'm just going to say we've got episode five coming out probably this Sunday. So look out on the YouTube. That's youtube.com forward slash runic wardens for the latest version of yeah episode five. It's going to be out on YouTube and Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so quickly, let's just give everyone their little shout out. To my left is Amadon PC. You can find him on twitch.tv forward slash Amadon PC. He's also on Twitter at Amadon PC on YouTube. Just search Amadon PC. Um, and also I think that's everywhere, isn't it? You, you've got a link tree that people can find you on as well. Um, where yeah. join discord server. Oh yeah. Join his discord server as well. Um, you'll have to go to his link tree for that. Cause obviously for the invite link, I can't really say it. It's called dot something. And then like a random bunch of letters. Yep. He streams. Uh, uh, we're not fancy enough yet to have, uh, I don't think anyone specific is specific link. Yeah. yeah. You need some silly amount to get that. So yeah, go and check him out. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Amazon PC. He streams a bunch of variety of different games, uh, varying from like MOBAs, strategy, um, kind of whatever he feels like at the time. Uh, his sort of go-tos is, uh, are normally like those two. And at the moment, Divinity Original Sin 2. He's playing with like a massive mod pack with a friend of his. Um, but he has been playing a bunch of different stuff. Super fun, chill streamer. Definitely check him out, um, especially if he's playing Dota because uh, he's got some really good insights into the game. Next over from me is Bryce. You can find him at twitch.tv Bryce Yall. Uh, that's Y-A-L-L. Um, off the, just the word Bryce that you can see on screen. Uh, probably spell the entire thing, but I'm sure you can work it out. And you can also find him on Twitter at Bryce Tweets Stuff. He is another variety gaming streamer, um, but he plays slightly... Uh, he, I mean, he plays like Nintendo games, slightly more uh, older school games, uh, maybe he may disagree with this, but more like anime style titles to some extent. He's currently playing Yakuza, as he mentioned. His streams are always full of memes. He has some pretty funny um, channel point setups where you can make him dress up and put on various items. So that's always fun to make him do um, and sing and tons of fun stuff. His streams are really awesome and you should definitely follow him on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash uh, Bryce Yoll, B-R-Y-C-E-Y-A-L-L. Next we have not Don Marie, Don Marie, Daniel. I know I say like all three of his names because I never really know what to call him. He's a music streamer based over on, uh, I mean, 
He's a music creator based over on Twitch. Uh, you can find him at twitch.tv forward slash not Don Marie. Uh, you can also find him over on YouTube by just searching Don Marie or even not Don Marie. I believe he also comes up. Um, he has, I think he says 20 subscribers, but hopefully by the time you watch this video, he has more than that. He has a black and white picture currently. You'll find him with lots of SoundCloud. Um, no, SoundCloud isn't right. Sorry. You'll find him with lots of music videos with like discussions. Rapper. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Uh, you'll find him with a bunch of like videos talking about music, talking about um, content creation. Um, definitely check him out. His music on SoundCloud as well. You can find him by Don Marie. Instagram, not Don Marie. I think that's everywhere. I don't think there's anywhere else I've forgotten. Really awesome music. Really great. I'm looking forward to any releases uh, he has coming up in like uh, album form or Spotify form. Um, as well as his SoundCloud stuff is really cool. He's released, recently released, like you said, like a sort of progressive. Uh, I, I call it progressive, like an experimentally vocal mix up of an Aries, Aries track, which he was entering in a competition for, which we're all hoping he gets some pretty good, uh, either a win or a good placement or a mention or something, which would be awesome. Definitely check him out. It's really good music. Really cool guy. Um, and his streams are always really fun. Uh, when he gets back to it, because he's been mostly focusing on content creation at the moment, but his streams are fun. Next, we have Real Yigan. Last but not least, Real Yigan. Uh, probably, as we said earlier, one of the positive, most positive people um, we've all come across. He has such a great attitude. Always super fun. Um, his streams are always super nice. His community is so amazing. If you can uh, get over to his chat and join in with his community there, join his Discord, which is always really nice uh, they have a bunch of different places you can talk to people about like content creation promote your stuff talk about like building your stuff together he has a food section where people post some stuff that i'm always super jealous of what they're eating um great discord community his community is amazing in general and it all drives from his very positive attitude you can find him on twitch.tv forward slash real yigan you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at Real Yigan. You can find him on YouTube, Real Yigan. I believe he's also Real Yigan on at Real Yigan on TikTok. Um, if you search Real Yigan on Google, you'll find most of his links, including his Runic Wardens profile, um, which I have noticed has started to appear on Google, which is awesome. And yeah, super positive guy. He's a variety game streamer, but he also is edging towards podcasts, talk, uh, conversation shows, talk shows, kind of. Um, where he wants to just like uh, engage with his community and engage with people um, about various topics. And lastly, um, my name is Buzz or Runic Walrus. If you watch my stream, uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Runic Walrus. Um, as I run Dream to Stream, I'm mostly focused on setting up questions, being here to host this, editing down the YouTube and the Spotify stuff um, and getting all out as well as running the website and discord server and still having fun gaming so i don't stream all that much um at the moment you're better off finding me on this particular channel which is twitch.tv forward slash streamers to streamers or over on the uh, runic wardens youtube channel which is youtube.com forward slash runic wardens um i normally am a variety game streamer but i guess now i'm a podcast host is really more my main thing at the moment by all means yeah like Check me out, I guess. But uh, yeah, your best bet is to find me on the Dream Stream stuff. So on to Dream Stream. Uh, you can watch it live every Thursday at 7 p.m. EST at twitch.tv forward slash streamers to streamers. You can also at the moment watch it on youtube.com forward slash runic wardens um, to make sure you keep on top of when the VODs are released, when various other videos are released and when 
uh, we are live. Make sure you follow at Runic Wardens on Twitter or head over to the RunicWardens.com website where you'll be able to find all the information about any guests we have on the show, any VODs that occur, literally everything um, is on there or will be on there uh, shortly after it occurs. And yeah, it's it's all about like, um, if you don't know what Dreamstream is about and you're for some reason watching the outro and haven't figured it out yet, it's all about um, small content creators and streamers and their point of view on various streaming topics. Thanks so much for watching guys and I'll see you next week.